Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Hecate Calling. I'm your host, Alyssa Finnick. I'm an intuitive business coach, brand strategist, and certified yoga therapist. And I'm bringing you not only solo episodes with me, but future interviews on the intersection of business expansion, ancestral healing, feminine embodiment, and soul awakening. So today we are going to talk about owning your story and revealing your most authentic personal brand. And so I wanted to share a little bit uh, first about what is a personal brand. So a personal brand is everything that's about you. Like everything you do in this world, like you already have a personal brand. It's everything someone thinks and feels about your business. It's the voice you show up with online, images you put out, everything. Um, You can probably tell if you've followed me on Instagram or Facebook um, or here on YouTube, like a little bit about my personal brand and who I am. And to be effective, your personal brand, for one, it's the foundation for everything, all your marketing, all of your business and everything. But it has to be an energetic match for the clients you want to attract. And your message has to be clear. So we're going to talk about why. Um, A personal brand really is effective because it makes people feel something. Maybe feel seen, heard, understood, empowered, inspired, valued, motivated, educated, connected. And so when you align your personal brand with your authentic life and a clear, meaningful message, and you step into your worthiness, because really it is the antidote to unworthiness, your clients can grow with ease. And so I take a lot of people through this in, inside my brand transformations. Um, but I wanted to share a little bit. And there is a companion ebook that's free to download in the show notes as well. Um, so check out those links. But I really wanted to take you through this. So when I owned my yoga studio and wellness center, I, uh, in Indianapolis for over five years, you know, I started out with a thousand square feet. Um, I also did Thai massage then and took clients. Um, so I'm training a lot of different things and, and I'm fine. Like I'm feeling like this podcast is going to help me integrate all of that back. Um, so part of having that personal brand is embracing all parts of you and owning your story. And so as I expanded my yoga studio, I expanded myself and I took this warehouse. Um, we moved from a thousand square feet to over 2,500 square feet in this empty warehouse. And it really was me connecting with my creativity and beauty because I didn't think I had any interior design skills. Um, but as we designed this and built it out, like it, it came alive and it was absolutely beautiful. The studio was beautiful. Um, like an industrious feel, but I know a lot of people felt that it was very beautiful and welcoming, um, even with an industrious feel. And that was a reflection of me because we are, our personal things come out in our business. So, um, but as a yoga therapist and the owner of a yoga studio and wellness center, because we had three wellness rooms and different therapies from, Um, aesthetics to energy therapy, to massage, to Thai massage, all that family constellation, everything in between and beautiful, beautiful people who worked there uh, and were part of our team. So 
But what I saw unintentionally, because I did all the marketing and branding for Embark, my, my yoga studio and wellness center in Indianapolis uh, at that time. And, um, and it was, I was known as a yoga therapist, like in Indianapolis, because I had positioned myself as a thought leader, basically by following what I loved and sharing it. I wrote articles in Indiana in uh, yoga magazine. And, um, you know, I just put it out there, uh, social media, all kinds of stuff. To the point that because I, I saw clients, I teach, a te I, I taught teacher trainings, um, but I just talked about it a lot. People started referring to me. And so my personal brand was already out there without having necessarily put together a personal brand. And I'm sharing this story because it's the strength of that. I remember how I found out that another yoga studio was referring clients to me as a yoga therapist. And I was just thought, wow, okay, which is great because we should all share and collaborate and support each other. Um, but that's just the power of having a strong personal brand. And, um, and so I just want to share why that's important and how that was effective for me. And so let's first start with some branding misconceptions, because a lot of people, before we talk about owning your story and that sort of stuff, and, and I will point out, like, I love sitting here, but I know the lighting may not be great or it may shift. And we'll see if I, but then you don't have to see my living room because um, it's a mess uh, with my daughter's toys all over the place. So we'll just see how this lighting works and maybe I'll change it in the future. But I'm, I'm a person who likes to roll with it. So we'll just roll with it and hope you will with me if you're watching this on uh, YouTube. So, uh, so the three most common branding and marketing misconceptions that are actually hurting your business is some people think branding is just a logo, a website, and a color palette. And these are just branding identity tools. And these are not the first things you really need. I mean, like, if you're like me and just want to whip things up and get it out, great. But if you do not have a clear message behind it, people will, you'll be talking to everyone and no one at the same time. And it won't be clear what you're doing. So, um, like I said, your personal brand is your voice in everything you put out into the world. So you need more than just a logo, website, and color palette. In fact, I would say the messaging is even more important. Um, the second misconception is that you need to be in business a few years before establishing a brand. And that's not true. Um, your the brand, especially in the messaging, um, which I like to help people with is the foundation for all your marketing and your business. And so if you're just starting out, that is what you need to focus on or else you'll be treading water for years, um, trying to get clear until you get clear on that messaging. And then like you will get frustrated that there's no results because people don't know what you're doing because your brand foundation isn't there. So um, that's really important. And if you've been in business for 10, 20 plus years, um, and you're either hustling for the next client, which I've seen even after 25 years in business, or, um, you are, uh, you just don't have some certain things in place, or maybe you're doing all these one-on-ones and you're sick of it and you want to start, uh, changing how you, how you run your business. A rebrand is really helpful 
Uh, and it's not just, you might need a new logo, website, and color palette. Okay. Those are tools you might need, but you, you may want to reposition your messaging. Maybe you're like, I'm so drained by all these clients. Like, you know, my business is great, but I, I want this in my life. Um, and I just chatted with a friend about that this morning. She's like, you know, I had all these clients, like we're good, but I don't like this aspect of my business and I'd like to shift. Uh, uh, branding may help or, or might just be, you know, strategies, systems, and processes. But just so you know, like a brand may be essential whether you're starting out or you're 10, 20 years into your business. It just depends what you need. Um, and so the third common misconception is that your website doesn't bring in sales, so it's not worth the investment. And I would say that a website is a key tool to engage potential clients and convert to sales. Um, you may only need a one page website though. That's the thing. You don't need a five to 10 page giant WordPress website. You may only need something that's one page, just, especially if you're starting out as you grow. Yes, you might need more. You're going to need sales pages, landing pages, those sort of things. Um, it, it may be beyond it, but what happens if your website messaging is not captivating your audience in less than five seconds, your bounce rate is huge. If you've ever checked your Google Analytics, your bounce rate is huge. And so that website isn't actually converting clients to a sale. And your messaging, a clear brand message helps you do that. So um, I'll talk about story psychology in the in later down in this uh, episode. But I want to let you know, like, uh, it's really the messaging um, that reveals your brand. But when I work with people, um, the misnomer is, is that like we are our brand. So whether you're starting out or if you have, you know, maybe you have an accounting firm and you've built it and that's growing well, but you have a personal brand and thought leadership that you want to step into as the head of your company. Um, and you want to share things that aren't just accounting, you know, maybe, maybe it is related to that and you want to, and that you want to drive people into your agency or your firm. But like, um, some people, whether you've been in business for a while, like you have this like calling, you want to share, you feel like, you know, you are your brand. Um, but what happens is, uh, is that you don't, you're, you may not understand how to utilize all aspects of who you are to create that results-driven, soul-inspiring message. And if you can't bring in everything of who you are and really own your story, then you it's hard to transform and deliver that inspiring message that you want to deliver um, and bring in those clients you want to attract and, um, you know, be of service to the world and humanity like you want to. So one of the first questions that I ask people, and I, I want you to take some time to journal, you know, not if you're driving in a car, listening to this, but, uh, is, and if you download the companion ebook, it has all of the, this question and a lot more, uh, that you can take some time, but like, we're talking, I'm talking personal branding here. So this is a little different than bigger company branding. That's a whole nother level. Okay. I'm talking personal branding as being the thought leader, the leader of your company. 
um, taking your personal brand outside of if you own another company, you know, thinking of, of I'm watching Sarah Blakely, uh, who, who just sold Spanx. She's really delivering some things and she has a personal brand. So, but she's now that she's sold Spanx, she talks about her journey and now she's positioning herself as a leader and helping other entrepreneurs see how that journey looks like and how they can go into it. I don't know if she's necessarily running a new business, but I've noticed her social media talks about that. And if you've ever followed her, she drinks the coffee. I want to do the same, then I'd be completely copying her, but I want to find these fun coffee cups, but she's drinking a coffee cup and it has, you know, an inspiring message. And so she is embracing her personal brand and she shares it. She shares her journey of starting Spanx and, and developing that, asking her friends to buy the first ones, you know, those sort of things. So I'm going to ask this. I'm going to give you some more examples. What has been your biggest challenge in your life and how did you overcome it? So if you're in more of a service, wellness, holistic practitioner kind of industry, you're probably wanting to share with other people um, because you've had your own experiences. So really think about those. If you're working uh, business to business or with other professionals in, in different industries, it may be you're thinking about the biggest professional challenge you had in your life um, and then how, uh, how you can overcome and how you want to share. And I'm going to give some examples of these because when I've asked this like in a group setting where I haven't been able to dive in one-on-one, -on -one, people think it's like my biggest challenge is marketing my business. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about you. And your personal challenges, these will inform your brand. And um, and and like I said, you can download the ebook, companion ebook, and take some time to go through this and other questions and journal. But really thinking about that. So where I see this come together about owning your story uh, is, for example. Um, for me, I mean, part of uh, delivering this podcast is because I want to integrate everything, everything I love, everything of who I am. And I noticed I was being called to re-engage my yoga therapy background and my certification. Tons of clinical experience and experience holding one-on-one -on -one, uh, as a yoga therapist. But I don't want to do that anymore. My life changed when I had my daughter. I don't want to do that and just uh, work in the clinical setting or see clients one-on-one. -on -one. I have all this business and branding background and I love to integrate it together. And I love teaching and writing and hosting retreats and sharing. And so like, that's the alignment there. But I, part of my story is my background as a COO in the corporate setting. Part of my story is traveling all over the world for the sport of darts, like literally the sport of darts. I've traveled all over the world for eight years um, doing that. And I mean, I didn't travel the whole eight years, but uh, to Vegas four times a year and all kinds of stuff. But like, I loved working with the international conglomerates. I loved people from rural settings and you know, across the US. Like, it was hilarious. And that's how I spent my 20s. Um, and then I'm also yoga therapist and highly spiritual and, uh, do ancestral healing work, uh, for myself and my family and like to share that and yada, 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 all of it, bringing it together. Right. And so I've 
talk to people in my brand transformations about this. And I've had a couple people, you know, maybe they're, um, I've had a lot of yoga therapists work with me because I, I speak on the biz, business development faculty for a yoga therapy school that my friend Amy runs, Optimal State. And so I've worked with a lot of yoga therapists, but they, I, I remember a couple of them, one in particular was like, you know, I own a yoga studio. I'm a yoga therapist. This is who I put myself out to in the world. And as I was asking these questions and really going through this, she's like, oh, and I'm a roller skating professional. And, um, and so, cause she had like four different social media accounts and managing all of that. And, and um, she was about to launch a teacher training, or maybe at that point she was ready to launch it. Um, and I'm like, now, wait a minute, like, you're separating yourself out. And, and it's like, integrate it. Like the ideal client she wanted to work with was maybe 25 or a little younger, like young adults to 25 sort of stuff, like high school, college, I guess. So maybe a little younger than 25. And I'm like, that's fun. Who knew? And I didn't know roller skating was coming back and like it's popular again. And I told her, I said, that makes sense why there was a, a stint in trolls about it because, um, you know, of course I watch cartoons. I have my daughter will be four next month. Um, but it was like, okay, that makes sense. Well, like use that, use that. That's who you are. Like you're this funky lady who uh, it, it teaches people how to roller skate and developing these somatic programs with roller skating and using your yoga therapy, like use it all. That's who you are and start being that badass instead of like who you think this yoga therapist should be. Cause I know a lot of people in the healing professions think that I'm supposed to be this person. Um, and then, uh, then like being this person, you know, on the side and when I'm at the roller skating rink and, and it's like, bring it all in. I had um, a friend here who had lived in Mexico for a year. She moved back to Canada, but I remember her being like, I love it. Like you're like super, super spiritual, but you also love Cobra Kai. And I'm like, yeah, cause I'm real. Like I can be both. I can be all of it. Like I can like fist pump at the end of Cobra Kai and think it's amazing and love how uh, they make fun of everything because that's how I grew up you know, laughing about everything. Uh, I'm not the most politically correct person and that's okay. Uh, I try to respect and honor everyone, but like, I love to laugh and enjoy and that's just part of who I am. And so I'm going to enjoy whatever I want. And it may be some deep, deeply spiritual thing, or it may be Cobra Kai, you know, like, and, and I'm laughing and reminded of my youth in the eighties and that sort of stuff. Who knows? Um, and it's ridiculousness and I'm okay with that. Like I love memes. Um, like once in a while I'll post some hilarious memes on my Instagram stories because I'm like doing some scrolling and like just laughing my ass off about things. So we need to be real and it is our realness that attracts other people. So own your story. And I had another client as we were working through a brand transformation who, um, she wanted to talk to moms like her, work with young adults and their mothers using some family systems therapy or family constellation, even though she wasn't trained in that yet. She was aware of it. 
Um, and she was trained in other things. And it's like, at first she was, she was thinking of who she wanted to, to reach. And, um, and then we got to, you don't want to reach those moms. You want to reach moms just like you who are more connected. So how does your messaging go out into that? So, you know, like your story, she wasn't, she didn't want to talk about her story with her daughter yet, but I'm like, but you can kind of move around it and honor that and, and, and reach out to those people. But like sharing who you are in all parts of who you are. Okay. is very, very important. So let's talk about um, how you, once you own your story, um, and, and I mentioned, and I think I'll do an episode on worthiness and, and coming into your self-worth and some things that have helped me to share that with you. But when you step in and own your story and be like, this is part of me, like, like I, I mentioned, like racing is a part of my life. Like my dad's a huge race fan, the Indianapolis 500 and any race cars, Indy cars, especially, but anything racing is like home to me and I love it. Um, but you know, like and tango, like, but people like people don't know all these parts of you. And that's one of the reasons I'm sharing this podcast is to share those parts of me, but like you can be all of it. You can totally be all of it. And hopefully some of those examples help you be like, Oh, I'm forgetting this part of me. I want to weave that back in. So when you reveal your most authentic personal brand, getting clear on your message is huge. And then bringing that onto your website so it engages and sells. And again, I'm going to refer to the ebook because um, it has more information and for you to, to help you with this. So clear brand messaging, once you're on your story and develop your pillars, that results into a clear vision for your business. And then you can start to gain clients and customers easily and a rock solid way for you to bring in sales. So whether you're personal branding or small, medium, large size business, uh, clear, clear on your message, whatever industry, that's what you need to hit those goals. Okay. Cause you're speaking directly to what your clients desires, whether you're pitching a product, a service, anything. So if you are positioning yourself as a thought leader with that personal brand, what is the essence of you that flows into your brand? What do you want people to feel when they see uh, uh, see you speak, uh, listen to your podcast like you are now with me, reading blogs, social media? What do you want them to feel about themselves? And then what's the transformation? So like really thinking about that and speaking to what they want because it really is about them and not you. Once you embrace all of you, you translate it into how does it help the people you want to serve? Okay. Then it's time to actually translate that. This is the third step into your website. And so I love the story brand framework and I'll link that in the show notes. Um, it's my favorite. You can do it yourself. You can buy the book and do it yourself. I walk people through it um, in my brand transformations uh, because, you know, it's, it's a lot. A lot of times we need some objective help there. Um, but there is a framework that you can apply to your website. And because a lot of times I'll see a resume on a website. And instead of talking about all your achievements and experience or just your products and services, talk about how comfortable life will be for your client when they opt in to do business with you. 
okay? And in my ebook, uh, you can download some initial framework ideas to help you through that. But like, it's not about you or your product anymore. It's about how comfortable life will be for your client or customer when they opt in to do business with you. And so that's what you speak to. It's not always just about pain points. It could be about transformation. It just depends what your industry is. Okay. And so uh, some framework things, some questions to get you thinking are in that ebook in the show notes on my website. So you can go to Alyssa Finnig forward slash podcast and grab each episode. Um, I think they're listed on, on the description of your podcast app, but just know you can go to my website and get all of them. Um, and then always make sure there's a call to action. Like that's what I see a lot is like, people are like, Oh, look at this buy from me. And there's like no call to action to buy or anything. And you're like, okay, um, I don't even know how to work with you. So, um, I'm going to wrap it up here. And I, you know, cause I know I've given you tools, a little overview, a little, some stories, but you also have the ebook and the links within the show notes. Um, and like I said, this podcast is all about the intersection of business expansion, feminine embodiment, and ancestral healing and soul awakening. So some of these episodes will be about business. Um, some of them will integrate all of them. Some of them will be about certain aspects, but I want you to understand the parallel between our personal development and our business expansion because they are parallel and, and there is an intersection to them and it is not separate. We can make them separate for a while and eventually we come to a place of burnout and want to pivot. So if you're there, um, you know, DM me, connect with me on Instagram or comment below um, or wherever you're at. Um, but please connect with me. If you're loving the information I'm sharing, please review on your favorite podcast app or here, um, wherever you're at. And please, I invite you to connect with me if there's any um, insight, further questions you have. I'm always accessible. Send me a DM on Instagram, Facebook, um, or a personal message from my website is great. And anything you want me to explore, any topics, or any uh, recommendations, you're like, hey, you know, I really love this person. I'd love for you guys to have a conversation. Please send to me as well. Um, an episode drops every week and you can subscribe on your favorite app or you can join my email list, but with my link in bio on my Instagram as well. And you'll get every episode and I can't wait to share more in these solo episodes as well as in the interviews that I have lined up. Uh, and to deliver, because that's actually my favorite style of delivery, um, is really talking to other people and having that synergy. So thank you for listening in. I hope you learned some things and don't forget to check the show notes for the links I mentioned and make sure that you embrace all of who you are. <laughs>